Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You are listening to the Next Best Picture podcast, and this is my interview with SAG and Critics' Choice Award winner for Best Actress and Oscar nominee, Jessica Chastain, for The Eyes of Tammy Faye. What'd you do? Hello, Mother. This is Jim Baker, my husband. <laughs> it's all part of our mission to help people. Anyone who's hurting or they feel like they've been left out, God has a plan for us. What'd he tell you to do this time? Jesus keeps a ticking me higher and higher. Jim will preach and I'll sing. God does not want us to be poor. a pleasure. Now God has a voice in this fight. Who's he fighting? Liberal agenda, homosexual agenda. Faith isn't political. You can't talk to him like that. Jerry Falwell is a powerful man, Tammy Faye. She's a firecracker, Jim. If everyone watching could double their pledge just for one month, God loves you. He really does. We're not doing anything wrong, though. Is that a question? Tammy and I are undergoing the most vicious attacks. Serving God don't feel like it should be a money-making opportunity. You know, when I saw that clipping with my face on it, I thought for a second that you were proud of me. Oh, Tammy Faye, you follow blindly. In the end, all you are is blind. These eyes. I just want to love people. The devil's coming for me, Tammy. Can we talk about Satan later, Jim? Steve is a patient of AIDS. I can't look at this. You need to get her under control. I built you an empire. You built you an empire. Some people, they're just hurting so bad, and we just need to love them. And I want to put my arms around you, Tammy Faye. <laughs> I won't go for it looking in the rear view mirror of my life. This is who I am. Hi, how are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing really well. I'm so so excited to be chatting with you today uh because uh quite frankly i've been a fan of yours now for uh over 10 years and this is just such a thrill for me to be speaking with you um i hope you're doing really really well despite the countless never-ending uh press tour for this movie it seems like (laughs) (laughs) well actually first of all i'm doing really well because that's a i mean thank you for saying that all of that that's really really generous of you and i haven't really been on too much of a, a pressing i'm like right now, I'm sitting outside my trailer at at work in North Carolina, and and uh, you know I'm I'm working on another project, so that helps to kind of like balance everything out. Sure, sure, and uh, congratulations, by the way, uh, Screen Actors Guild winner for Holy the eyes of Tammy Faye for Best Actress. That must have felt amazing coming from your peers. Oh, that was I mean it was so emotional because I mean 
you know, I came back to set and like the actors here were like, that's the one, man. That's the one. <laughs> <laughs> like, I know. <laughs> because actors understand. I mean, it's only actors that really understand the cost that things take, you know, the cost of something mm-hmm. of like, you know, I've been working on this project for a decade. That's in, that's Yeah. I got the rights to this. The like the first year I I was in the industry, I didn't know anything about what I was doing. And I was like, well, you know, actresses in the past have been kind of waiting to be told what they're allowed to do or what they can do and who's going to hire them and when they can work. Like this is super interesting. And this is a story I'd like to tell. And so to have worked on it and seen it through for a decade and have this beautiful career that I've had this decade and then to have it be recognized the way that it has. And also for the children of Tammy Faye, like the things that they've reached out to me and said, it's just really a beautiful experience for for many involved. Would you say that this is like right now a, a, a culmination, a peak, if you will, in your career? Oh, absolutely. It's, it's a peak because, you know, I, I find I define my peaks when the career connects with like something personal, mm-hmm. you know, like tree of life for me was incredible. It was monumental because it was career, but it was also, I learned so much as a human being. I, and I learned a lot about grace. I learned a lot about love. Uh, Harry Malik is a great teacher of mine <laughs> just as a philosopher, you know, just as a, like a, he's, he's, I, he's a sage. So that, and then this, you know, there's something about playing Tammy that has taught me so much about myself, about this idea of like, you know, I spent 10 years really armoring myself because I got, and I'm a highly sensitive person, and I got scared in the very beginning that the industry was going to look at me as though I was weak or that I was not worthy or I don't know. And so I just started playing all these characters who, who were type A and very strong and um, and playing Tammy, I realized it's, it was so, and working on her, it's so much more bold just to be an open, sensitive human being. And so that, yeah, it's been monumental because it's taught me something personally. I, I know, I've heard you talk about uh, your connection to Tammy Faye Baker and your involvement in seeing this film from beginning to end. Uh, well, almost end. Uh, it, it ends on March 27th, as far as I'm concerned. But um, <laughs> when, one thing that I found very curious is that you've also spearheaded so many initiatives and reforms for women in the industry. You you are the type of person that I feel like for uh, women that are up and coming or your peers and colleagues, like you, you have their back and like they have your support. And that's like really encouraging to see uh, women supporting women in this industry. When you're looking at Tammy Faye Baker, someone who has had kind of a, I think, misconception of who they are as a person and was unfairly uh, treated a uh, by the media and people uh, within her industry as well. Did you like kind of see uh, that almost as a connection of, no, we're going to reshape the identity of this woman and show her for who she really is the same way that women are being taken more seriously and women are now coming to the forefront in this industry um, and are being seen in a way that they haven't been seen before? Absolutely. 
When I was a child, I looked at Tammy Faye as the embodiment of what not to be when I grow up, mm-hmm. because that's what I was fed by the media. And it was, it was inaccurate. I mean, when I watched the documentary and I discovered the Steve Peters interview and I discovered like, we didn't have time to do it all, but she spent so much time in women's prisons, like really helping people. Um, and reaching anyone who felt unworthy or unloved, she, she made sure that they understood that she loved them and that they were enough and they were going to be okay. And the, you know, her going on, bringing C. Peter, Peters onto her show. I mean, this is a time I remember what the eighties were like. It was horrific in terms of homophobia and, you know, how it was, you know, jokes and fear and no one's really talking about the AIDS epidemic and this crisis. Uh, and she went against Falwell, who was a very, very powerful man. And, uh, and, and she went against a lot of evangelicals. And she reminded Christians to millions and millions of followers what it means to be Christian. And that, to me, is way more interesting than how much mascara she wore, um, what makes her appealing <laughs> to the public, or, you know, whether or not she looks yeah. vulgar or what. It's like... It's no one's business how a woman wants to um, present themselves in, in the world. What's interesting to me is what they actually do for others. And I wanted to recognize mm-hmm. that and right that wrong. Yeah. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right, ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Do you have any interest in doing that with other uh, real life uh, women throughout history and other future projects? I don't have, you know what? I can't say too much, but I'm currently like, it's not a true story, but I am interested in anything that feels provocative mm-hmm. and controversial in that it pushes against our expectation of what uh, is acceptable in society. I like that. Yeah. I mean, that's super exciting like if if i have a film that comes out and people are like oh i'm not sure about this usually i mean in many cases perhaps it could be because it's shocking to see um a character or a group behave in a way that we're not that we haven't deemed appropriate i mean i remember when miss sloan came out there were so many people that were so angry that she hired a prostitute (laughs) and i was like wait a minute We've seen men do this all the time, but now it's like really upsetting that we could have a woman do something like this. Yeah. I just like the idea of creating something that provokes thought, provokes conversation, and, and that we're able to see humans in all facets that we are. And actually, what we, we, we come to realize at the end of the day is we're all the same. We, are all, we all want to be loved. We all want to be accepted who we, for who we are. 
we're the same. It doesn't matter, you know, we all have the same basic needs. And the more we try to separate and say, okay, well, this woman does this and this man does this and this, you know, I don't know. The more we do that, the more we separate ourselves and go away from the truth of that we all are um, connected. And that was exemplified in the film by Tammy Faye as well. I love that. I really, really love that. Oh, thank you for saying that. And your co-star, Andrew Garfield, is nominated for Tick, Tick, Boom. Um, I saw you both were at the Academy Luncheon the other day. Have you guys had a chance to bump into each other, stay in touch uh, throughout this award season? Oh, yes. I mean, we we bumped into each other briefly at events, like at SAG, at the Oscar nominee luncheon. I mean, I'm because I'm working in North Carolina, I'm not, I can't just go to everything and Actually, I appreciate that because for me, the most exciting thing, the most important thing, the thing I've always wanted to do is the work and to be on set with other actors. Yeah. But Andrew and I have like, we've texted, you know, I sent him a video. He texted me for an audio message. I sent him a video when he got nominated. Like, he's incredible. And the year he's having is huge. I think he's probably having, like, when you look at Tick, Tick, Boom, you look at Tammy Faye, you look at um, Spider-Man, these three completely different performances you really understand the the monumental actor he is and i'm so glad that he's being recognized for it and your makeup team was also recognized with an oscar uh nomination as well for linda stephanie and uh justin and i was blown away by the transformation that you went through in this movie where you just completely disappeared. And I've seen you immerse yourself in other roles before. You mentioned Miss Sloan before or uh, Molly's Games, You're a Dark Dirty, a few, just to name a few. But I've never really seen Jessica Chastain, I felt like, completely disappear audibly, visually. And the makeup team is just such a huge hand in helping that to come true. Mm-hmm. And I think their work in this movie is really, really extraordinary for that reason. Uh, how, how do you feel about the recent announcement that uh, that, that that Oscar is going to be presented an hour before the telecast. Are you, like, going to try to be in the room when it happens? I, like, because, you know, yes. I'm not saying that they're going to win, but, like, I, I hope that they do. I will absolutely be present when um, the makeup team, you know, the makeup category is being called. And if that means I'm not doing press on the red carpet, or ABC or whatever it is, then so be it. The, the, the most important thing for me is to honor the incredible um, artisans who work in our industry. So much attention is on the actors, right? Mm-hmm. It's on like, we're like the face in some way because you go to a movie and you see us. But you don't really, a lot of people don't understand how, be, how beyond um, an actor a performance is. I mean, you look at this incredible makeup team. Tammy Faye goes through three decades, and we start, you know, when she's in college. She's she, in real real life. She was four feet eleven inches tall and like weighed ninety five pounds. She was a little slip of a girl, and then we go from that to the nineties, where she's had this huge transformation of life. And without the expertise of what they did, it just would not have been possible um, to do that on film unless we'd shot over five years and allowed me to like <laughs> gain weight and lose weight and like, Oh, you know, make a film like, <laughs> over five years. So yeah, no, it's incredibly important to honor all aspects of cinema beyond just um, the actors. And so I will be a hundred percent present. 
I hope to um, before I hope that we all get ready for the Oscars together. I hope that we like celebrate before we even go. I mean, to me, it's it's an opportunity to really honor their incredible work. And one element of this movie that I wish had gotten a little bit more attention this award season is actually the costuming. If you had to pick yeah. one outfit in this movie that was your absolute favorite to wear as Tammy Faye, what would you say it was? Oh, gosh. I love the outfit um, in the 90s. I mean, the 90s is my favorite section, I think, for her, just because she breaks, in the documentary, she just breaks my heart so much. And there's a scene with her where she's pitching some TV shows in Los Angeles. And she's in a red blazer with um, zebra lining. (laughs) (laughs) And we've got this incredible, I mean, it's just, everyone worked alongside, like the long nails. And I had to use the nail file to open the Coca-Cola. I mean, every aspect of that look was so um, full that to me, it just was perfection. You've really established yourself also as a powerhouse uh, producer in this industry. Uh, you've done a number of projects. You also had the 355 just come out uh, recently as well. Is there any intention to want to direct in the future? Um, perhaps. There was a film uh, many years ago that I was going to direct and we were financed. And then, I mean, the reality is, I'm just going to be honest with you. I don't think I've ever said this in the press. I asked for a producer. It was like, it was a movie about women. It was actually about sex trafficking and it was a movie about women. And I asked for a producer and um, I was told no, that there, you know, that there was already, you know, producers and there was no female producer on this film. Hmm. And I, I spoke to someone who mentioned a female filmmaker that they, you know, were friends with. And they said, you know, she never gets a producer on her film. And I just thought like, well, there's, that's crazy to me because so many male directors I know are given a support system of that. And so for me, that was what um, ended that. I I had to walk away from that film because I felt it wasn't right. And I felt I would end up with a film that um, would not be the story that I wanted to tell. Um, But perhaps in the future, I will, you know, um, think about storytelling in another way. Um, But, but I still have a lot to to learn. I'm in no way um, at a point where I thought, like Maggie Gyllenhaal, it's like <laughs> her first film and it's perfection. I, I texted her right after I saw it in Venice. I said, the lost daughter makes me melancholy for all the films that we've lost. Mm-hmm. You know, because the industry wasn't supportive of female storytellers. And that's what I, when I watched that movie, I just, I felt melancholy because it just felt like oh, I could breathe oxygen. <laughs> and I felt so sad, like all the years, all the stories we've missed out on. Um, and I feel like she's like, she emerged as a fully functioning, perfect director. Um, so I, I would need a lot of help. I would need a, 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 a great um, team of advisors to help me if, if I do decide to go on that journey. Well, I think that you are just absolutely extraordinary in this movie. I think you're an extraordinary human being for all of the uh, causes that you're pushing for, for change and reform in this industry. And I wholly, wholly hope for nothing but the best for you uh, moving forward, Jessica. Thank you so much for taking the time to chat with me today. Oh, Matt, thank you so much.
Thank you very, very much. I loved your questions. It was really good to talk to you. You too. Hope to see you at CCA this Sunday. Yeah, I hope. Oh, I won't, actually. Oh. Yeah, I'll hope to see you soon. All right. <laughs> I have like a, wait, no, before we hang up, I have to tell you why. Yeah. I have a full, I have a six-day work week. I'm working on Saturday in um, Wilmington. I'd have to take two planes to get there, and then I'm working first thing Monday morning. So it's just, it's logistically impossible. Well, we appreciate the art, so thank you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Matt. Take care. Okay. Hey, everyone. Thank you so much for listening to my interview with Jessica Chastain here on the Next Best Picture podcast for her SAG and Critics' Choice award-winning role in the eyes of Tammy Faye. Jessica Chastain is nominated at this year's Academy Awards for Best Actress, as well as the hair and makeup team for Best Makeup and Hairstyling for the eyes of Tammy Faye. You have been listening to the Next Best Picture podcast. We are proud to be part of the Evergreen Podcast Network, and you can subscribe to us anywhere where you subscribe to podcasts. Be sure to leave us a review on Apple Podcasts and let us know what you think of the show. We really appreciate your feedback and your support, which you can also lend on over at Patreon. For $1 minimum a month, you'll get some exclusive podcast content from us. Thank you so much for listening, as always, and we shall see you all next time. This is Krista Makes, guitarist and vocalist for Less Than Jake, and host of Krista Makes a Podcast, a songwriting podcast where every week I'm joined by an amazing guest to break down the writing, recording, and release of one iconic song from their career. In our giant, evergreen back catalog of episodes, we've had rock legends such as Dee Snyder and Huey Lewis, punk rock favorites like Mark Hoppus, Fat Mike, and Brett Gurowitz, and up-and-coming artists of today such as Liz Stokes of The Beths and Genesis Owusu. We've had guests from all genres and styles of music, and I guarantee that if you peruse our back catalog, you'll see several episodes that'll make you say, man, I gotta hear that. Whether you're a fan of music or a creator of music yourself, you'll take away a whole new appreciation for the songs you know and love. Chris Makes a Podcast is available for free on all the places you could possibly listen to podcasts, and new episodes come out every Monday.